Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here at the 90210 show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is August 9th. 1996. That it is. What do you think about that? I think you got the day right. Good for you. It's it's almost the middle of August. Yeah, I which hate, is almost the end of August. I hate that summer is uh, wrapping up. It's the swans up. It's the dog days. August is always uh, is always a hot one here in Michigan. Why do you keep looking at your watch? What are you talking about? You keep looking at your watch. Are we in a hurry? No. I'm not in a hurry. Okay. I was just glancing at my watch. To, I've got a brand new Patek Philippe watch. Ooh, shiny. Uh, everybody should be impressed by that. Patek Philippe's like Rolex. So. I think but, you're lying. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. I have a $10,000 <laughs> Patek Philippe watch. Of course I'm lying. I've never heard of Patek Philippe because I don't pay attention to fucking name brand shit it's a, like that. It's a luxury brand. Yeah. What about Oakley? Have you ever heard of Oakley sunglasses? Yes, because I, they're in the fashion magazine. I I bought a uh, I bought a pair of Jokeleys. <laughs> That's uh, gross. What What's gross about it? Like to get like imitation name brand stuff like. I mean, either spend the stupid amount of money on it or treat it like it's garbage like it is. But to want to copy it so bad that you're going to do imitation, I think it's stupid. So, okay. Thank you very much for that. I like my sunglasses. I didn't buy them because I was like, I want it's So, so by the way, they're O-A-K-E-Y or something or E L Y or something like that, or L E Y. Okay. They're 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 spelled differently than Oakley than mm-hmm. the other Oakley, the real Oakley. But I didn't get them because I was like, oh, I want people to think they're they're Oakleys. They're very clearly not Oakleys, but I like the way they look. They're patterned after, like they're an imitation of like, uh, you know, uh, an Oakley brand basically. Okay. Um, or a style, one of the styles of their. They're like the the Terminator Two type. You know, glasses. Well, I mean, no bottoms, like almost square across the the thing. I like them, and I'm I will not apologize. That's fine if you got them because you like them, and not because you're trying to copy the rich people. No, I think it's dumb to spend a bunch of money on watches or 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 sunglasses. Yeah, me too. But I just also think it's dumb to copy them. Yeah, well, some companies, some some dudes trying to make a living. Eventually, somebody's somebody's going to copy our idea and create a a show of their own. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that we'll hunt them down and kill them. (laughs) Could you imagine somebody else making tapes, somebody else reviewing television or or movies? There is no way they could... There's no way they could do it as well as us. Siskel and Ebert? I mean... Making tapes, though. Not doing it on the t- television. You're talking about amateurs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Siskel and Ebert. Come on now. 
Well, those are literally the only movie critics I know. So yeah, well, I think they're. I mean, they're the only ones with a show. I think. I mean, there are others in other cities. Mike Duffy's one, right? That's Mr. true. Mr. Videophile himself. Sup. <laughs> Sup, Mike Duffy. I'm sure you listen to our tapes. <laughs> we should send him one. Oh my god, we should. Maybe he'll do something with it. Send it to the Detroit for press. Make us rich. Yeah. Do it, Mike Duffy. I don't think Mike Duffy's rich himself, so I'm not sure. <laughs> if he had the secret of being rich, I don't think he'd give it to us <laughs> before he used it on himself. Okay, famous then. How about that? All right. Yeah, Mike Duffy's probably super well-known outside of the Detroit metro <laughs> area. Anyway, I think we're supposed to be talking about 90210 and not Mike Duffy. Speaking of people that spend a crazy amount of money on stupid shit. Right. And people who are famous. 90210 this week. 90210 was something else this week. It was pretty fun. It was pretty intense. Two stories. There's, There's essentially two stories. And they both have to do with children. I guess I'm trying. I'm trying to think of what the other one has to do. Oh, oh, I guess okay. There's three stories. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of the ski trip, and I'm like, are you saying that that Tori Spelling's a child? Well, I, she is. Yeah. She's a giant child. She's a virgin. Fucking virgin. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being a virgin now. I mean, you wouldn't know. <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> I'll just be over here in the corner for the rest of the show, guys. Because that look she gave me had laser beams attached to it. It's because I have a True Love Waits Bible at home. Oh, do you? So you got to keep that shit on the down low. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's not True Love as we saying. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so they're going skiing. So who's going skiing, you ask? Not David. No. Not Kelly. Nope. Not Andrea. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Not Dylan. No, the A-team is out. (laughs) No, we've got Donna and Brandon and Brenda and Steve. What a weird combination of people. Steve's got like three lines. The entire episode. I mean, it's like kind of like a double date of <laughs> siblings and, and, uh, and blonde pale people. Right? <laughs> it's fucked up. But, I mean, it turns out that when they get there, Donna has her own date. Oh, yeah. Well, Donna finds her own date. She, Donna's she, got uh, boots that were made specifically for her feet. They took a mold of her feet. What a spoiled brat. Yeah, but guess what? Didn't didn't help. Well, she didn't uh, break them in, I guess. No. She. They said, you know, brand new boots are well, always... Uh... She is a virgin, so no, no breaking <laughs> in. But yeah, so she hurt her ankle mm-hmm. trying to ski. Yeah. What about, you like skiing? I've never been skiing. I'll never go skiing. It sounds like dangerous. Yeah, it sounds like dangerous. <laughs> Actually, it sounds like uh, sheing. What? Skiing. It sounds like sheing. It doesn't sound anything like dangerous. Uh, <laughs> this was a weirdly athletic episode. 
I guess. Because we have skiing and surfing and swimming. Yeah. And nocturnal activities. (laughs) Yep. And becoming a woman. (laughs) Yeah. It was quite the episode. Uh, But anyway, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're skiing. And, oh, yeah, you don't like skiing. See, I like skiing. But I never get to go skiing anymore because, you know, we're dating. Hey, go. Go with your mom. What the f- And your senior center friends. Okay, my mom doesn't ski. <laughs> what the... What, what are you talking about? You you really think that my mom, who, who runs the senior center, by the way, so she's outed, outed my mom's job. Now, now murderers can find me more easily. <laughs> Clawson, Michigan, people. (laughs) Do you really think that my mom is going to uh, to take a bunch of eighty-year-olds to the top of a fucking mountain? Well, if she can charm at least one of them into putting her in the will, then why not? (laughs) What are you talking about? What kind of accusations are you making? I'm not accusing your mother of anything. I'm just saying dangerous senior activities could have a payoff. That's all. Wow. <sighs> yeah, why don't you give them my address while you're at it? Jesus. West side? No, you're east side. I, <laughs> the east side of Clawson? <laughs> what a huge city that is. You know what I mean. You really narrowed it down for him, by the way. Clawson is on the east side of the city of Detroit. Mm, yeah, okay. It's more centrally located, but whatever. The east side's like Sterling Heights. Okay. What are, you think people are digging this, these local references? <laughs> anyway, Maybe. So Donna finds a guy, or a guy finds Donna. Finds her feet. You think he's got a foot fetish? I, I was thinking that he even helps take off her boot. Oh, yeah. It's like he wants her feet. He's all about those feet. At least that'd be something she'd be able to give him. Right? Doesn't he kind of, like, give her a foot massage at some point? He does. Yeah. That's... He absolutely gives her a foot massage. Yeah, I think there's something going on there. That's gross. Yeah. Um, But, and he's, like, he seems creepy. He seems like a Kendall <laughs> that came to life. With because a foot fetish to try to bone Donna. Okay. Weirdest child's wish ever. <laughs> what? I wish my doll would come to life so it could bone Donna. Yeah. It's like today's special. Someone took that hat off of him or put that hat on him. I don't remember. Ski slope Barbie and Ken. There you go. Uh, so yeah, so he, uh, tries to put the moves on old Donna there. Is she old? Uh, she's old to us now. She's over 18. But it's working. She even makes out with him. She does. Which is weird. It would have been really weird if she'd have sex with him. That would have been terrible. What a slap in the face to David that would be. Oh my God. David would have been justified to like kick her ass. But instead, she says, he's like, hey, you know, it's a long drive to San Bernardino where I live. Why don't I fuck you instead? Yeah, she's like, oh, no, I'm getting in the situation already with somebody else. Like, you could, I mean, like, she's not going to have sex with anybody. And as soon as they start to talk about it, she's done with them. Yeah, and that's what she said. She's like, 
I can't because she doesn't say because she's a virgin. I'm in love with someone else. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what a lucky guy. Like, they tried to paint him like a really nice guy where he was, like, very respectful and he was like, oh, okay, you know, I'll back off and everything. He doesn't, you know, try to pursue anything else. But you're right. He just comes off as creepy. <laughs> the whole thing is creepy. And he, he drives her home. And, like, it's weird to me, too, that she just met this guy. And she spends the whole day hanging out where he works. Mm-hmm. And then tells her friends, go on and have dinner and have fun without me. I'm going to stay here and get a ride from this stranger. Mm-hmm. She hasn't even talked to him about getting a ride either. No. She's like, oh, I'll get a ride. He he. Like, what is going on? He wanted a ride. Right? Didn't get one. She wanted a ride. Apparently. She <laughs> thought she did. But it's changed her mind. Chicken. Yeah. Up. So he gives her a ride home and all she has to do is give her a pair of, oh, give him a pair of socks. And- <laughs> He's satisfied, I guess. I don't know. Oh, goodness. It's so gross. I'll tell you what, those stocks will be standing up on their own. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) That's so gross. Yep. Anyway, so. No. That's pretty much, you are no. I'm just done. (laughs) That's pretty much all that happens from her point of view i think and from the rest of them's point of view like nothing else happens with any of them uh brenda got left on the bunny slope poor brenda whatever that's it that's pretty much all that happened there so it's a weird combination of characters and uh they don't do anything with them yeah that's it so then we have david okay let's go david next all right and kelly and David has offered to watch Aaron, or agreed to at least watch mm-hmm. Aaron for his dad this weekend. Yeah. Even though he's still tweaking out on meth. Yeah. So he's continued to take meth. He loves it. Really, really loves that meth. But he doesn't like the side effect of when the high wears off, his heart's still beating super fast and and he can't relax and can't get to sleep. He hasn't had a good night's sleep in... in Weeks. Weeks, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's having trouble with the coming down part. Mm-hmm. So when he's at his dad's office picking up Aaron, he says he's going to use the bathroom, but does not go to the bathroom. Oh, no. He lets himself into a cabinet with a key. Why does he know where that is? I don't think he did because he was looking around a few different places. I think he just assumed that his dad would keep the key somewhere in there, which he does, which, like, why even lock it? Yeah. He's, he's got the key to a locked cabinet full of drugs in an unlocked drawer. Underneath the cabinet. It might as well just be in the lock. Right? But, yeah, he's got a giant bottle of codeine. Hey, famous uh, fucking orthodontist, Dr. Silver, have you ever heard of a key ring? <laughs> And David pops two codeine in his mouth. Just immediately, right before he's going to watch his sister. And then shoves a bunch in his pocket. Never taken codeine before, I, I presume. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's had a toothache before. I mean, that is usually what they give it for. Yeah, I guess. But, like, no, like, he has no idea how it's going to affect him. Yeah, why would you take two? Like, why would, I mean, first of all, yeah, I would have waited until, I don't know, bedtime, till after your sister's gone. Yeah, then get some sleep. But yeah, he takes two of those, and him and Kelly and Aaron go to the park. Mm-hmm. Which, fine. 
He seems fine. Life's it's, okay. Kelly's like, oh, I've got an appointment. The, the She establishes that she has an appointment. Doesn't tell us what it's for. She's dressed up in like a, like almost like a businesswoman. Like she was going for a job interview or something. Yeah. yeah. But, they, but they don't, maybe it was a plot line that got completely cut because they don't, they never mentioned it. Yeah. It's weird. It's just an excuse for her not to be there. Maybe. See, I think she tells him that she's going after he's taken the drugs. So maybe that's one point for, you know, in his column is he thinks he has help. Yeah, maybe. But she's like, I'll be back in an hour. And Aaron, prior to this, has run off. And they had to, like, chase her down because she wants ice cream. Apparently she runs off a lot. Yeah, they mentioned that a few times. She, it's, such, it's such a weird play date, too, because she runs up to this old lady <laughs> who's like, oh, she's so cute. Can you give me a hug? And he's like, she's a very forward old lady. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, sorry, because Aaron looks like she doesn't want to give this strange woman a hug. And then she's like, oh, I've got a cookie here. And she's just got, like, like free, not wrapped up cookies. Yeah, just like in a little gross. cellophane bag. <laughs> and David's like, no thanks. And she's like, oh, I got one here, though, you know. And Kelly comes over and she's like, she's like, no, that's okay. And then she pulls him away. She's like, didn't your mom ever tell you not to take candy from strangers or whatever? Yeah, he already said no. And it was like, yeah, he said no. And then she chastises him again for it. He says he's going to buy uh, Aaron ice cream after she runs towards the ice cream truck. And she's like, that's just rewarding her. And then she like starts like giving him shit about it. Yeah, she was really on her high horse this episode. Very weird. Not nice to David at all. Basically just establishing that he has shitty, uh, shitty instincts, I guess. Whatever, I guess. She leaves, goes to her thing. In the meantime, Andrea's at a doctor's appointment. Yeah, let's get to Andrea later. All right. Well, what do you want to say about Andrea? Well, I just didn't want to, like, go through all of this at once, but we can. Okay. That's fine. So, <clears throat> when Kelly comes back from her appointment, David's fucking passed out on a park bench. Like a bum. Dick. I just, I hate him so much. Like, you get up and walk. Do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You don't lay down. Splash some cold water in your face. You feel like you're getting sleepy? Take her back to home. Right? Because if you fall asleep at home, at least she's in a locked house. What a fucktard. So, yeah. But instead, he falls asleep in the middle of a fucking playground. And Aaron is gone. Yeah. And she's not with the old woman. She's not, like, a few feet away. It's not like... Oh, David fell asleep. Kelly comes back and she's like, what the fuck? How could you be so irresponsible? But here she is. She's gone, gone. Yeah. I I think that would have honestly been a better storyline. I guess. Because this was just horrifying. Right. But yeah, I mean, they end up at the police station because they cannot find this child. What do you think? What did you think about the, the actor that played the cop? He was a dick. He seemed really like weird, right? Yeah. Like he was preternaturally calm mm-hmm. about the whole thing they I, I honestly thought it was just bad acting but they they bring mel in dr silver and david the whole time he's sitting there he's not we talked about how it wasn't like very convincing acting uh, for like, him and kelly yeah because yeah, they're like oh my god aaron's gone i mean yeah. like they were more than that but it wasn't much more than that and you would be fucking hysterical, you would think. Oh, yeah. Especially if you were David and you knew it was your fault. 
But he's sitting there just like he looks depressed and stuff like that. He looks uh, kind of in shock almost. I guess that's okay. But Mel comes in and he's like, you know, oh my God, where's Aaron? He's also not super good mm-hmm. with the acting. And the the cop's talking to him and the cop's like, um, I, I, I understand that you're having a custody battle with your ex-wife or whatever. And he starts asking questions about the ex-wife and he's all very like calm, like, well, a lot of times it's they're with the ex-wife, you know. And like they're, yeah, with the other parent. Yeah, and so, like, I think that's what he thinks is going on. Which is why he's so calm. Right, and I got that later once, um, what's her name, the mom, what's her name? Uh, Jackie? Yeah. Once Jackie comes in. Jackie's the only one that's, that puts anything into this fucking acting performance. Yeah. She seems, you know, appropriately freaked out. Yeah. And upset and scared. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, she's like, what do you think? I took her. I will have the shame on you, you piece of shit. Like, she chastises the cop. All of a sudden, the cop's like, okay, we got an APB. <laughs> like, <laughs> all of a sudden, he kicks into, yeah, this might actually be a problem. Um, she, Jackie hugs Mel. Well, and they, I liked that. I think that that fits because as much as she hates him right now, their child's missing and right. she's going to cling to anyone who, you know, shares that with her yeah. and look for comfort. So Yeah. And they so they're, you know, they're kind of they, they bond a little bit, I guess, over this. I think I, at first I was thinking like, oh, they're going to be like, oh, they get back together because. Of oh, this. God, I hope not. But I think what it's going to be is the custody thing I think is going to go away. I think this is going to put a hatchet into the custody mm, thing. I don't know. I mean, they were supporting each other in a time of crisis, but the reality is for a second time, he left their child in David's care when he's supposed to be watching her. Yeah. And, and David, something terrible happened. Well, she got sick the other the other time, which wasn't terrible. It's not as terrible as losing her. No, but I'm just saying, like, David's not responsible he's proven he's not responsible Mm -hmm. and he did it again so i don't think that's going to be like oh let's bury the hatchet i think this is more ammo and everyone's like on david's side too oh it's not your fault yeah oh don't blame yourself david like what the fuck oh i would sleep i would have assaulted him and i think in real life jackie would have assaulted him yeah, we're supposed to be watching her and and, you know like Mm -hmm. lose it not oh it's not your fault it's okay right but they end up finding her. I That doesn't make sense to me, though. They said she was in a house near the park. Mm-hmm. A housekeeper found her who didn't speak English, and her immigration status was questionable. So that's why she didn't call the police. Okay. What, where were the homeowners? Right, and why... How did she get in the house? Yeah, like, what What happens? was Aaron doing in that? Was she trying to burglarize that house? <laughs> Did they find her at the park and take her home? Like, where? What, what's happening? Yeah, it doesn't. It does nothing about it. Makes a lot of sense. No, but she is okay. That's the important part. I think what happened is that someone did abduct her, and then they just cloned her. They took her to a house and cloned her. Sure, that's what I think happened. That makes lots of sense. Like that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> Is she going to, you know, get the Terminator glasses? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but that, okay, that all gets resolved. Andrea. Okay, yeah, we'll do Andrea Can we next. do Andrea now? Sure, yeah. She's gone to the doctor. There's not much to say. 
she's got the flu or some sort of 24-hour illness, she thinks. She's, that's why she didn't go skiing. She, she's not feeling super well. And then she says that she wants to be tested for AIDS. Yeah, she wants that AIDS test. She thinks she might have the AIDS. Because, and the doctor's like, have you been having unprotected sex with risky partners? Yeah. And she's like, well, what not. are you doing, you fucking slut? <laughs> like, yeah, she gets this really mean kind of tone, and she's like, well, not not high risk. All right. But She's like, no, I've been really careful, but there's been a couple times that I haven't... Been careful. Be, been careful and... <laughs> You know, I don't think they're high risk, but she's only had sex with two people. Yeah. So. I don't think either one of them were high risk, although apparently uh, falling in love with Dan Rubin was high risk. Right. Yeah. He seems like a psycho stalker. So she asked for this test and the doctor's like, okay, come back tomorrow in person because I have to give you your test results in person. The AIDS test. Just like the movie Kids. We know how that works. Right. So she comes back the next day and... Finds out she does not have AIDS. Unlike Chloe Sevigny, she doesn't have AIDS. She does not have the flu. No, she doesn't have a 24-hour bug. She has, as the doctor puts it, a nine-month bug. And Andrea, honor student, goes, what do you mean? (laughs) What else is nine months long, Andrea? (laughs) But I don't understand why it didn't occur to her. If she's worried about AIDS, she should have been also worried about being pregnant and been asking for that test. She's only had sex with two different people. You can't get pregnant until you've had sex with the third person. Right, That's right. I'm sure what Andrea thought, right? <laughs> it just, yeah, it doesn't make a ton of sense to me that she was just like totally shocked that she's pregnant. Like, you knew you could get AIDS. Guess what else sperm does? Right. <laughs> That's like a uh, public service announcement for sperm. (laughs) We don't just do AIDS, guys. We also do babies. Yeah, she looks pretty fucking surprised. But she is pregnant. What the fuck? (laughs) Did a ghost attack you? It popped in my ear. Okay. And it hurt. Sorry. That happens sometimes. Did you hear it too? Yeah, I did. It but was I, awful. But I was professional enough not to <laughs> recoil in surprise and, and just look, roll with it. And look at the microphone like it has hurt me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it did. Like that microphone owed you money. <laughs> I don't know if anything else happened. I, I have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dylan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, don't look at me like I forgot. <laughs> I do. I was just waiting for you. Dylan um, is watching his little sister. He's watching his little sister. Oh, God. Ew. (laughs) No, he's watching his little sister, Mm -hmm. and he wants to teach her how to surf. Yeah. And she lets him get her all the way to the beach in a wetsuit (laughs) on a surfboard. They're on the beach. He's showing her how to do it. (laughs) He's like, this is you. You kick your leg out. You you get up, you do the squat stance, you know, and everything, and then you, you stand up, and then you're surfing, you know? You're probably going to fall down a few times, but that's how it's done. And she's like, I can't. He's like, what are you talking about? You're right here, you're natural. I can't swim. Yeah, which I knew was going to be the answer, but, like, I didn't even think about that. Like, you pointed out, why didn't she say that right. before? Like, what the fuck? And she's even, I think she's afraid he's not going to like her or something, because she's even like, I love the ocean, and... Mm-hmm. You know, all this stuff. And it's like, obviously, you don't. She's terrified of the water, we find out. 
Yeah. Well, her, apparently her home was destroyed in a flood. And, uh, well, that's true. And she, <laughs> you know, oh, it wasn't Mississippi, by the way. I don't know why it we wasn't? thought that. It's Iowa. Oh. <laughs> well, that's where the money was. Was that where the flood was, too? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think they just lived in Iowa. Okay. So there you go. A lot of water in Iowa. Not a lot of ocean, though. So now he takes her to a public pool, which seems like weird. Like, can't you learn how to swim in the ocean? You got to learn in the pool. I don't mm, know. I th- well, I, I, in his defense, I think it's a lot easier to learn in a pool. The ocean's got the the waves and, and everything. It's, yeah. it's much harder to control yourself. So, you know, he's very determined, though. He's not giving up. He's going to teach her to swim now. He says, get your face wet. And so he gets her to get her face in the water, and it's all exciting, and then her stomach hurts, which I honestly at first thought was, like, because she's scared. Oh, okay. Didn't you? I thought she had the bends from decompression. <laughs> but um, she goes in the bathroom and mm-hmm. doesn't come out forever. Yeah. So long that he goes in looking for her. Yep. And at that point, I knew. 12-year-old little girl. I didn't, but you said it. She got her period. Which is really surprising because when you look at her face, you would assume (laughs) that she's gone through menopause. Right. But no. Andrea's stopped getting her period and this this girl picked it up. Transfer of the bleeding. <laughs> That's the yeah. worst title for the sex education t- <laughs> Transfer of the bleeding. And uh, it's so funny, too. He, he, he hugs her and tells her not to be embarrassed and says, I'm sure you know what to do. And she's <laughs> like, no, I don't. It's he, my first time. He's so... Like, there was such a mixture of hope and desperation <laughs> in his. I'm sure you know what to do. But he does the smart thing mm-hmm. and takes her to Cindy Walsh. Of course. You know, she said, I wish my mom was here. And he said, I know a mom. <laughs> a mom that's ten times better than your mom. Right. You fucking love Cindy. So, yeah, she gets all squared away with Cindy. He's 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 an Eddie Haskell, you know that? What do you mean? Because he's, he's just always sucking up to the Walshes. Fucking loves them. Yeah. I guess. It's like, uh, they're like the Beavers. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's not their last name. No, it's Walsh. No, Beaver. I mean. <laughs> oh, Cleaver's their last name. Oh, oh Beaver Cleaver? Yeah, Theodore. Well, his name is Theodore. But okay. They, but his nickname is Beaver. Because, you know, he was popular with the ladies. Yeah, well. I, don't, I think I think it was the teeth. I believe that's why they called him Beaver. But Theodore Cleaver and Wally Cleaver and the mom Cleaver and the dad Cleaver. I can't remember their names. Uh, Ward. Ward was the dad's name. Why the fuck do I remember? This? I don't know because you're a million. I remember when I was you know in my mid thirties watching right, Leave right. It to Beaver when it first aired. You know, I gotta say. I I felt bad for Cindy at the beginning of this episode. Okay. Because the kids leave for their skiing trip. And she's like, oh, we're finally alone. And Jim's just like, yep, I got some work to do. 
Want to take in a movie? Nope. I got some work to do. I got to talk to Dylan. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't catch that at all. Oh yeah, yeah. She's getting blown off. Like it's no wonder she almost cheated on him because he's not very like romantic and he does not pay much attention to her. So yeah, I felt a little sorry for them, but. Part of the work he was doing was figuring out uh, Dylan's situation, and he has some uh, bad news. The lady, the mom of this girl, whoa, whoa, whoa she's a lady, has twenty five thousand dollars in the bank. That's right. What just, the just hell? Chilling in a bank account, but she's poor. You know, she needed Dylan's five grand. He's like, so she's making up some sob story, but he's like, I don't know what her angle is, but she's she's fucking you over, Dylan. <sighs> so when she arrives at the end of the episode, has returned from Iowa. Mm-hmm. He he calls her out. When were you going to tell me about the twenty five grand? He says she stops cold. Which that's a fucked up thing to have happen. Like, no one should know how much money is in your bank account. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be a thing. Like, even with her social security number, that shouldn't be a thing that he should know. Yeah, I don't know how he figured that out. That seems like a huge violation. I think that Jim Walsh does the accounting for the mom. Right? But it turns out she has a great explanation. Whether it's don't true it's or not, not yeah. don't know. But... She says that is the insurance money from the flooding of their home. It just came through, and she wasn't sure it was going to. So, And then she reaches into her purse and says, I brought this for you. And I thought it was going to be a check. I thought it was going to be right. $5,000. Like, here, let me pay you back. But instead, it was a picture of her with his dad. So, Did that look like her? A little. I couldn't tell if that really was her or not. It looked like a very young version of her. Oh, for sure. That picture's got to be like 20 years old. Which is what's weird because her daughter is not 20 years old. No. So, like, how long was she dating his dad? I don't know. But basically what she says is, hey, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was a whore. <laughs> and there was I was in love with your dad, but there was a lot of guys during this period. And I always told her that Jim Walsh was... Not her, Jim Walsh. <laughs> I always said Jim. What the hell? I always said Jim Walsh was her father. <laughs> I always said that what's Jack McKay? Yeah, Jack McKay was was her dad. But the truth is, I have no clue. So if you're looking for a guarantee, I can't guarantee anything. And he looks at the little girl and says, "No, nah, her face is that of an old person. <laughs> so is mine." Right? Says I got a sister. <laughs> He really just wants to believe it. Yeah. So that's fine. He can believe it. Yeah. I mean, we know what's going to happen. I wish we didn't. (laughs) I know. It would be so much better to, like, be speculating about this and be like, I wonder if she is on the up and up or if she's a dirty piece of shit. But we already know. She is a dirty, dirty piece of shit. And I don't think the little girl knows. No. I don't think she's in on it at all. No, she just thinks that Dylan's her brother. And, you know, she's happy. She doesn't realize that her mom's a con artist. Yeah. But yeah, that was that's the episode. That's kind of where we leave things off. So lots of things we've been waiting for are happening. Oh, and then they get home. Uh, I guess we should, we forgot to say this, but they get home and David says to Kelly, uh, I'm on drugs. And oh, yeah. admits everything. 
And he's like, you know, you hate me, don't you, or whatever. And she gives him a hug, and she's like, no, I don't hate you. I'll help you and all that stuff. So he's going to get help. I feel so sorry for Kelly, though, in that moment, because how exhausting. I mean, she, she grew up with it, and now she's dealing with it as an adult. And, you know, it's probably going to follow her whole life. I bet you she marries somebody with substance abuse problems, because that's how life works. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. different people with different molds, and her mold is to, you know, enable and take care of addicts so brandon's gonna have substance abuse problems he has a gambling problem oh yeah i guess that's true so yeah fits fits right in there there you go that's that's probably what attracts her to him we'll figure it out because they (laughs) still have there's still no hint that they're getting together so weird but anyway yeah that is the episode for the week carol tell no okay (laughs) tell what my secrets yeah, tell the secrets about what the people can do to, to help out the show. All right. Uh, write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com and check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com and tell your friends. Every week this gets shorter and shorter. <laughs> Does it? You do, yes. Does it? Yeah, you keep forgetting things. I didn't forget shit. Why don't you also check out our, uh, our patreon.com? Well, I never say that. Slash retro late fee. You're the only one who says that. Yeah, but it's, you know, my buddy created this whole website. We're the only ones on there. I could even ask them to, like, fucking, you know, make poster boards with stars on them and tell people about our show that way. You but could do that, yeah. I, I don't do you that either. ask them to do whatever you want. You have that power. <laughs> All right, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.